grandson of Pennsylvania's founder, William Penn. Mary gave her daughter the house as a wedding present. The Penns only lived in the house for about three years because of the strained relationship between the colonies and Great Britain. Richard Penn entertained many of the delegates from the First Continental Congress at his home, including the future president, George Washington. It was Penn who was asked to present the colony's grievances to King George III, and he did so in 1775 when he traveled with his family to England. His presentation became known as the Olive Branch Petition. The Penns and Mary Lawrence Masters spent the remaining Revolutionary War years in England before finally returning to the city. During the British occupation of Philadelphia, British General William Howe made his headquarters at the Masters' Penn House. He maintained this residence during the winter of 1777-78, to while George Washington and his troops suffered just outside the city at Valley Forge. Eventually, because of the high cost of continuing a long-distance war, General Howe was recalled to England and his successor was ordered to pull out of Philadelphia and consolidate his forces in New York City. The British would later evacuate the city in June 1778. The next occupant of the Master's Pen House was one of George Washington's highest-ranking generals, Major General Benedict Arnold. His reckless spending and lavish lifestyle, supposedly supported by graft, profiteering, and theft, alienated his supporters and ultimately forced him to resign his post as military governor by March of 1779. A military governor, by the way, is a military officer who is in charge of an area that is under military direction. Arnold received this position in 1778. It is also presumed that while residing in this house, Arnold began his treacherous relations with Great Britain, actions that would eventually earn him the notorious title of traitor to the United States. On January 2, 1780, the Master's penthouse suffered heavy damage from a fire. It was rebuilt the following year by Robert Morris. Morris was a signer of the Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, and the United States Constitution. The house was rebuilt according to its original plans, but with the additions of an ice house and a second floor above the kitchen. The third floor was added in 1784. In 1790, Philadelphia was named the capital of the new country for a 10-year period, while the federal city, Washington, D.C., was in the process of being developed, and Robert Morris offered up his home to be the official residence of the new president. George Washington was very familiar with the home, having stayed there during the Constitutional Convention and having visited the Morris family numerous times. He resided in the house from 1790 through 1797, interrupted only by trips out to a Germantown mansion to avoid yellow fever. Washington built his own additions to the house, a two-story bow to the main house, a one-story servants' hall, and expansions of the stables and original servants' quarters. However, being a proud Virginian, he continued to advocate for the nation's capital to eventually move to Virginia. And by the way, Washington's own plantation was only about 10 miles from Washington, D.C. 
It was no secret that as a plantation owner from Virginia, George Washington owned slaves. Under the gradual abolition law of 1780, Pennsylvania prohibited further importation of slaves into the state, but respected the rights of current slave owners, allowing them to retain their adult slaves with the condition that future children of enslaved women would be considered free. Slaves owned by non-residents of Pennsylvania could obtain their freedom if they could prove that they resided in the state for six months. That's six continuous months without leaving the state. The President of the United States was not above this law. For non-resident George Washington, this meant that if he were to stay in Philadelphia for more than six months with his slaves, they could obtain their freedom. In 1788, the abolition law was amended to forbid the rotation of slaves in and out of the state.